Hey everybody, welcome in to episode 37 of the Grace Point Daily Podcast. I'm Jeremiah Johnson. Thank you so much for joining us. On this podcast, we exist to bring you daily encouragement for your daily walk with Christ. And today, we're going to be talking about are you a fan or are you a follower of the Super Bowl? No, just kidding. Actually, Jesus, although we're going to talk about the Super Bowl a little bit because it is the big game this Sunday. It is Super Bowl Sunday, and this is a crazy weekend in our culture. It's the most watched event, the most, not just sporting event, but the most televised and watched thing on TV, the Super Bowl. And it's amazing how crazy we get for this. It seems like it's on par with Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever. You see the stores full of items and things like that. So what's your take on the Super Bowl? You're going to watch it. Who you got? You got the Patriots or you got the Rams? Who are you picking? I am picking the Rams 28 to 20 over the Patriots. I think the pass rush is going to get to them, but you guys probably don't care about that. You didn't dive into this podcast because you want to talk about the Super Bowl. You wanted to hear about Jesus. You wanted to be encouraged and lifted up. But anyway, it is Super Bowl Sunday, and so that's what we're talking about a little bit. But let me give some just interesting facts about the Super Bowl that I found interesting as I was researching some things. The Super Bowl, right? One of the things that we talk about, it's the most televised event, right? So last year, over 111, 111.3 million people tuned in to watch the Super Bowl. Now, the most watched of all time was actually 114.4 million. So over well over 100 million people are going to watch this event this Sunday. Another thing about the Super Bowl, even if you don't like the game, a lot of people watch it for the commercials. And we always hear about the expense of the commercials. Well, in 1967, a 32nd commercial cost about $40,000 during the Super Bowl. And now, 2017, a 32nd spot reportedly cost between five and five point five million dollars. So I guess there goes that idea of our church, the church I pastor, Grace Point, having a commercial during the uh, halftime show that would bankrupt our church. But man, it'd be totally worth it, wouldn't it? <laughs> anyway, uh, the Super Bowl is a crazy popular event in sport. And obviously the NFL and football is very popular in the country of America. And it leads to this question that we're going to talk about today is that are you a fan or are you a follower of Jesus? We have it's amazing. You see, I see this every Sunday at church or whatever. When I'm out through the day seeing people when they are fans of certain sports teams, things like that, they're wearing the gear, they got the jersey, they got the hat, you know, they got a flag in their yard or something like that. It's pretty clear for the most part. There's one guy uh, the other day who came walking into our church. He had a New Orleans Saints stocking hat and a jacket and a jersey underneath. And I was like, hey, are you rooting for the Saints? You know, that was a dumb question because it was obvious he is a Saints fan. And, you know, for those of us that are Christians, we're kind of the same way, aren't we? I mean, we can poke fun at people who love their sports teams, but those of us that are Christians, we do the same thing. We got the Jesus bumper sticker. We got the Jesus fish. You know, we got the Christian t-shirt, the wristband. We all remember back in the day, WWJD, how popular that was. But Anyway, we can be very much fans, but there is this difference between becoming a fan or a follower of Jesus. And I'm throwing this out because this is a, a popular topic. And there was a book called Not a Fan 
written not too long ago by Kyle Edelman, and it was really challenging us with that question. We actually started going through it again at our men's group at our church. And also, I did a sermon series on this one time called Not a Fan, and, and it was really challenging. I remember I preached a sermon just really challenging people to follow Jesus and just living sold out. I remember having a guy coming up to me after that at the altar time just saying, you know what, I'm I'm a fan. I'm not a follower of Jesus. I mean, I have, I like Jesus. Uh, Jesus is kind of in my life, and I, I, uh, you know, come to church every once in a while and things like that. But he realized that it was amazing to see the realization in this man's face that, like, wow, I'm not. I'm just been a fan of Jesus, and I'm not really following Him. I'm not giving Him my everything, and so that's the encouragement today is that we would all become followers of Jesus Christ. That we'd be that we wouldn't just be fans. It's one thing to be a fan. It's another thing to be a follower. I got to, for a second, throw my sister under the bus. I come from Nebraska where uh, you're a Nebraska Cornhusker. You live and die. That is the only thing that we have in our state. And I, I grew up watching Nebraska football and things like that. And I was a fan and cheered, went to some games, family had season tickets and things like that. But I remember my sister growing up was never a sports fan and never followed sports or anything like that. Now, as we've gotten into our adulthood, she's this rabid Nebraska Cornhusker fan. And sometimes I'm like, wait, 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 wait. So our whole lives growing up, you didn't like football or sports. And now all of a sudden you're this rabid football fan. And, you know, she doesn't know the second, third string, fourth player. She's just a fan because it's exciting. It's fun to watch. It's a thing, whatever. Anyway, I pick on her. But the difference between a fan and a follower, let's talk about that today. Let me give you the definitions of the two because I do think they're a little bit interesting. Let's look at the definition of a fan from the Webster's dictionary, if you hold that to be true, right? But it says a fan is an enthusiastic devotee as of a sport or performing art, usually as a spectator. Uh, Number two, an ardent admirer or enthusiast as of celebrity or or pursuit. So isn't that interesting? Look at those words that caught my attention there. An enthusiastic devotee, usually as a spectator. And then secondly, an admirer. All right, so now let's bounce over to the definition of a follower because there's some interesting phrases in that, again, from the Webster's Dictionary. One in the service of another. Secondly, one that follows the opinions or teachings of another. And thirdly, one that imitates another. So let me bounce back up to fan and then the follower because this is very interesting. It says that it's an enthusiastic devotee as a spectator. You know, that's what a fan is. A fan is a spectator. They they don't have any ownership over that team or what is happening. They just they have the opportunity to just just watch. They're not on the field. They don't make the plays. They don't shoot the shots. They don't do any of those things. And isn't it funny, fans, how we think we know we're yelling at the coaches, we're yelling at the players, we're like, you should have done this, you should do this, if I was the coach, if I was the player, etc., etc. But we're just we're just on the outside looking in. We're not actually doing anything. And then thirdly, you know, we're just admiring. And it's amazing how fickle we can be as fans, right, as well, that our team, if it's amazing how when, uh, you know, Nebraska, my, my home state, when Nebraska is doing well, it's amazing how many fans there are. And it's amazing when they're not doing well, uh, how many or there is a lack of fans there. But the bottom line is a fan who doesn't really have a high stake or ownership or involvement in what is actually happening. But now look at the definition of a follower. It's something very different because a follower is someone who is in 
service of another or one that is imitating and actually doing. So do you see the difference there? A fan is someone who is not really doing anything, but the follower is. It's in service. They're imitating someone. And so that's the distinction and that's the question that we have to ask of ourselves as people who call ourselves Christians or call ourselves followers of Jesus. Are we a fan? Do we admire Jesus? Are we enthusiastic about him? Uh, And hopefully those things are true, right? But secondly, on the other hand, are we in service to Jesus? Are we following him? Are we imitating him? Are we like him? That's the question because I don't want to just be a fan. I want to be a follower of Jesus and we're going to discover. And if you would read the gospels, you'll find out that that's what Jesus demanded, required, preached, and asked of people in regards to him is that they would not only just be a fan, they would not just be present, but they would also follow him. We're not going to dive in this today, but in John chapter 6, it's very interesting. John chapter 6 is the feeding of the 5,000 where Jesus feeds 5,000 people and it's a dynamic miracle, five loaves of bread, two fish, many are fed. And then it says the next day, that same group of people uh, that was following Jesus, he gives them this hard message. He does At that point, he doesn't give them bread. He just says, I'm the bread of life. Whoever eats of me and drinks of me. And he challenges them now to be go on just being a spectator or a watcher of his ministry, but to actually become a follower of Christ and of his father, God. And it's amazing. It says the crowds and the disciples dissipated and many went away because they no longer wanted to follow. It's just like they were there for the message. They were there for the miracle. But when the rubber met the road, they weren't willing to follow Jesus. And that's my challenge. That's my encouragement to you today is that we would move beyond becoming fans of Jesus. I want to be enthusiastic for Jesus. I want to be devoted. I I love watching Jesus move in the hearts and lives of people. I admire everything that he does, but I want to be like this definition said, I want to be one that's in service of him. I want to be one that follows his teachings and I want to become someone that imitates him. Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 says, then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone wishes to follow me as my disciple, he must deny himself set aside selfish interest and to take up cross take up his cross expressing a willingness to endure whatever may come and follow me believing in me conforming to my example in living and if need be suffering or perhaps dying because of faith in me so look at this scripture and then we got to ask ourselves that question again if we want to follow him be a disciple we must deny ourselves. Well, what, what does that mean? It just, it, it says in the word that we have to set aside our selfish interest, living a life for Jesus, following him. Being a disciple means that my life is really no longer about me, but it's about giving everything I am to him. And so now it's like Jesus, John the Baptist said, he said, I must decrease and he must increase. Then we have to take up our cross. That means that we express a willingness to endure whatever may come. The life of a disciple, the life of a follower of Christ is not easy. There will be hardships it require because we're we're giving of ourselves. We're laying down our lives. We are surrendering and we're going to choose to follow him. 
and we're going to believe in him. And guess what? We're going to follow his example in our everyday living. And along with that, we may suffer. We may have to die because of him, physically die because of him, suffering, all these kind of things. So that leads us to the question, are you a fan or are you a follower of Jesus Christ? It's interesting in our culture in America, the statistics would say if you interviewed people, overwhelmingly still a large uh, many, a large percentage of people would say or identify themselves as a Christian, but yet it doesn't seem like they're living their lifestyle or their beliefs line up with his words, which in turn would maybe make them a fan, but not necessarily a follower of Jesus Christ. This is where I preached this a lot lately, the distinction between a Christian and a disciple or a Christian and a follower of Christ, because anyone can slap the label of Christian over their lives. It's like, well, do you believe in Jesus? Oh yeah, I yeah, I believe in Jesus. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Jesus. Yeah, God loves me. Right? We we can all, uh, I mean, so many people will acknowledge that reality and that truth, but the distinction of a follower and a disciple is, okay, well now, are you going to live like his word says? Are you going to, are you going to give your life? Are you going to take up your cross and follow him? That's a disciple. And I think a lot of people are confused. I tell this story, I've told it before that one time I was talking to a young lady, and she was very interested in Christianity. She was interested in Jesus, but she just wasn't willing to make the jump to like really convert, completely give her life to Christ. And she had Christians. She had people who said they were followers of Christ in her life. And I remember just saying this quote to her one time. is like, man, I think the problem is, is that you have hung out with and met too many Christians and not enough disciples. And what I meant by that is she had hung around so many casual Christians that weren't really living it, that it brought confusion to her. It's kind of almost like, okay, well, I believe in Jesus and I like everything that you're saying, but do I really need to change my lifestyle? Because it seems like everyone else or a lot of my friends who call themselves Christians or followers of Christ are living not much differently than I am. So what's the point? And this is where we need to live differently. This is where we need to set an example. This is where we need to show the world like, hey, this is what it looks like to be a follower of Christ, to be a disciple. It's not about being a fan. It's not about admiring or being a spectator. It's that we show them that we're all in in our lifestyle, that we love God, that we follow his commands, that his word and his truth become a part of our of everything in her life, from our speech and our words, our children, our church life, our giving, all of these things that it begins to be seen in all of these areas in our life. So let's ask that question today. Are you a fan or are you a follower of Jesus Christ? And if the answer becomes, I want to be a follower, I am a follower of Christ, then Think about your life. Think about your lifestyle. Think about your decisions and your choices. Is it reflective of that? Would Jesus, not me, who cares what I think, right? Who cares what Pastor Jeremiah thinks? If Jesus looked at your life, your lifestyle, your way of living, would he identify you as a follower of Jesus Christ? Hey, it's Super Bowl Sunday. You know, everyone's going to watch the game. Our church, we're going to have a Super Bowl party. But the one thing that I hope that somewhere in the midst of all of that fun and food and madness, I do hope that we look at the passion, that we look at how much our culture 
gives itself to sports and even in our money and our time and our energy and our effort and our passions and all these kind of things. And I do hope that we would pause and consider like, man, I wonder, do I have the same devotion, the same passion to Jesus that I do to this other stuff? And I give a shout out to my wife because she's not a sports fan. She's not into that kind of thing. And and she challenges me and people all the time regarding that in terms of, hey, are you going to be more passionate for Jesus than these other things? Because listen, I don't have a problem with people who love sports. I'm a basketball guy. I love the Lakers. I, I follow sports. I get up almost every day and look at ESPN.com and listen to some uh, uh, sports podcasts and things like that. So listen, the reality for me and my encouragement to you is not to beat you over the head and say, you shouldn't like sports, That oh, that's worthless. But I'm challenging you today in terms of your passion and your desire. Is it greater in your passion and desire for Jesus? Does it supersede all that other stuff? And to that, I will come at you and say, hey, man, it's about Jesus. It's about our life lived for him and that everything, our passions and our desires for him supersede everything else in this world. I mean, again, I love some of this other stuff. But Jesus is greater. I love Jesus more. And I want to give more of my time, energy, and effort to Jesus than doing any of that stuff. And I hope that one day I can stand before Jesus at the end of my life and say, you know, he can say, man, Jeremiah, you were, you were a follower. You were a disciple. And I appreciate how you lived boldly, radically. You just weren't on the outside looking in, but you dove in. You lived for me. You gave yourself to me completely. So, Hey, I hope you enjoy the Super Bowl. If you watch it, you don't have to. But I hope in the context of this week, as we look at our culture and we look at its passion and its devotion and the time and the energy and the millions of dollars that will be spent towards this one game, what about us, the followers of Christ? What's our life look like? And do we bring a greater passion, a greater effort, a greater energy to something that means so much more Jesus. So I leave you with that question. Are you a fan or are you a follower of Jesus Christ? Thanks for listening. I will talk to you next time.